0: The following message is from Westway Christian Church in Scottsbluff, Nebraska.
1: If you'd like to know more about us, go to westwaychurch.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning. So glad to see you today. Cody shared a second ago what we were going to do today, and as we've been thinking about and and praying all through the summer about launching into fall, we wanted to do two things at the end of our summer and the beginning of our fall uh, kickoff. Romans 13 talks about one of them. It talks about giving honor to those whom honor is due. One of the things we know is that there are a great many people who serve at Westway Christian Church, and many of them serve in ways that that aren't very public, if that makes sense. They're kind of kind of behind the scenes and there's not a lot of maybe human glory and human affirmation in the way that we serve. So one of the things we wanted to do this morning is give honor to those whom honor is due. The second thing uh, we learn from Scripture is from Hebrews 10.25 and it tells us as Christians that we are supposed to encourage one another. We want you to know what God's doing in the lives of some of those who are serving in the hopes that, that you would be encouraged and that you would be motivated to do the same. And if you've been at Westway for a while, you know that thing, talking about things like serving and small groups is, is not something that we do once in a while, but we do it all the time. And maybe you've found yourself wondering, why is it every time I go to Westway Christian Church, they talk about serving? Why is it every time I go to Westway Christian Church, they talk about gathering? And as we talked through those questions on Monday morning in our staff meeting, the answer is frankly really simple because the Bible talks about those things. The Bible talks about serving. The Bible talks about the importance of gathering and the way those things in conjunction with Bible study and prayer, the way those things lead to our transformation. In fact, we have a, one of the whiteboards, one of the many whiteboards that we have in our staff room, we have a list of all of the sermon series that we've done in the last six and a half years here. And we went through and we counted them, and we've covered, I think we've covered 20 or 21 full books of the Bible in the last six and a half years. And we've talked about content from, uh, I don't know if it's been every other one, but there were a few other books of the Bible. We didn't go through the whole thing, but we talked about large portions of them. And that put us at about 25 books of the Bible that we've, that we've talked about And then we did the math, Um, there are 66 books in the Bible, so there are 41 other books of the Bible that we haven't talked about yet. I told the guys, I said, I think I've got probably 15 years here, so we'll take a crack at those 41 uh, additional books. But my guess is, in every one of those 41 other books of the Bible, we're going to see a theme of the importance of gathering, we're going to see a theme of the importance of serving because the Bible talks about those things. So what I want to do this morning is I've uh, shared some, some questions with, with a few people to serve, uh, who serve here, and I'm going to ask them to come up front. Uh, Jeremiah Brown, Das Kazire, Lindsey McKay, Jamie Sato, and Nadine Warren, if you all would come up front. Uh, we have some seats for you up here. And while they're doing that, I'm just going to read two texts for you. Jason talked about both of these. Uh, One of them is found in Romans chapter 12. And it just says this. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a responsibility for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And then the second text is found in second, First Peter four ten to 11 God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you hear how similar this is to what Paul wrote in Romans? It's almost as if there's one God running the whole show. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ a glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So the first question that I have for everyone up front here is, what's your name? How do you serve? What do you do? And we'll start over here with Jeremiah.
2: I'm Jeremiah Brown, and I serve on the creative arts teams, and I play the drums.
3: I'm Nadine Warren, and I am the food team lead.
4: I'm Lindsay McKay, and on Sunday mornings I serve in children's church and in the coffee ministry, and then on Wednesday nights, I'm the children's team leader.
5: My name is Jamie Sato, and I currently serve in the coffee ministry and Next Steps, and I will start serving as a uh, youth group, small group leader on Wednesday.
0: I'm Das Kazire, and I drive the golf cart (laughs) yes (laughs)
1: I was talking to a friend of mine last week who was over in the fireside room and he was there with someone else and he looked out into the parking lot and was like who's out there what's that golf cart about he didn't even know we had a golf cart it was awesome Um, so this question is first for Jeremiah and then Jamie uh, the question is, how has serving or being in a small group helped you to grow spiritually?
2: All right, I'm supposed to hold this like an ice cream cone so you can all hear me, but I eat ice cream out of a bowl, so that could be a problem. So I'll do my best, but uh, a serving can help you grow in several different ways, and it requires personal sacrifice. Uh, you have to give up your time, energy, and things that uh, you want to do because of your obligation. But however, the reward is great. Um, through serving, sorry, I switch pages here. Um, we're able to build community um, with other believers and grow in a relationship with Jesus, and use our gift that we were blessed with to help further the kingdom. For me personally, saving on a creative arts team helps me to worship while I'm practicing to serve on Sunday. Every time I listen to the songs, rehearse the songs. I get to enter into worship, and I'm able to build community with other musicians. And through that, we are able to use our gifts together to make a sound unto the Lord. Um, As far as small groups, they're awesome. Uh, Meeting in small groups helps me uh, keep focused on the things that are most important to me, and that's my relationship with Jesus. Through weekly discussion and from Bible reading, I'm able to dive in deeper and take a closer look at the text. And when our small group meets, We are able to discuss the scripture we have read, learn from each other, and have great life experiences with each other. Having an intergenerational small group is great because there are so many diversities within the group. The old gets to learn from the the young, the young gets to learn from the old, and it's a building block for each of us, and it builds um, companionship, uh, friendship, and it's great company.
1: So I just wanna, Jeremiah, you said your small group is intergenerational, and what that looks like is the group that Jeremiah is in has the families come together. So they have adults and high school and middle school students, um, and I think maybe even younger, there's one family that's even younger.
2: Yeah, we have um, pretty much every age level, all
1: the way up. Comes together in one small group, and when they have their small group time, they're not, the kids aren't going like to their own space. They're all doing small group together. And I think you guys have even had middle school and high school students lead. Is that correct? That's correct. On, yep. Okay, awesome. Uh, Jamie, same question to you. How has serving and being in a small group helped you to grow spiritually?
5: So through serving and being in a small group, I've been able to meet people I may not have otherwise been able to meet and to develop relationships with them. And these relationships have really encouraged and challenged me and have also allowed me to do the same for them and to encourage them towards spiritual growth. And I have the privilege of walking alongside others in the church body and to develop community.
1: Awesome. The next question is first for Dos. Doss, what are, what are some of the reasons that people agree to serve?
0: Is to meet uh, more people in the church and to draw closer to God and to learn, you know, more about the word.
1: Mm-hmm. So Doss does that in driving the golf cart. You meet lots of people. Yes, I do. And, and now that we have the, I don't even know what to call it, the wagon, the yeah. carriage. Yeah, yeah we just people. had the
0: wagon on today and it was a little different, but uh, you could pick up more people and and uh, get them to the front door safely okay
1: if you rode on the carriage today would you raise your hand (laughs) okay i see cheryl howlett's not here i've seen her standing on the back of the golf cart before (laughs) so i'm glad we have a carriage now that's good um so lindsay same question what are some what are some of the reasons that people agree to serve
4: um i know for me i first wanted to serve to get to know everyone and feel connected. I think I first started on the greeting team and holding doors and I think I met the majority of the church that way.
1: Okay, Nadine, same question to you. What's, um, what are some of the reasons that people agree to serve?
4: Well, some
3: individuals that I've talked to do it as fellowship with others as a benefit of serving. Um, more than one person has said um, that the working in the kitchen is the greatest way to get to know others. Um, I believe some people gain a sense of satisfaction by providing service to others, I'm sure is what, a needed service. I think many individuals volunteer out of a desire to serve others, so, and I think making that connection with other people, getting to know them just a little bit better.
1: Uh, This is for uh, for Jeremiah. Jeremiah, what are some of the reasons that, that people agree to be in small groups?
2: Ice cream cone. <laughs> um, community, relationships, and friendships. Uh, being in a small group builds community with each other. We're able to grow in our spirituality as a group, learn from each other, and be able to learn with each other in times of need. Uh, we're also able to pray um, for each other throughout the week, share our struggles, and also share our victories. Um, we have a great relationship with each other, not only on a personal level, but also on a spiritual level. There's a certain level of accountability within the members of a small group, and for me, it helps me, It helps keep me in check. It helps me stay focused on my Bible reading, um, a discussion and application in my life. Um, small groups are a great way to remain connected with each other throughout the week, uh, with the body throughout the week.
1: What are some ways that you maintain those connections throughout the week? Um, text messages with each other
2: throughout the small group. If, if, if there's an issue somebody is facing, we reach out to our small group members for prayer, uh, for uh, encouragement. Um, again, we're also able to share victories. You know, hey, this this prayer was answered. And you know, in times of needs and struggles.
1: So. Okay, Lindsay. Same question for for you. What what are some of the reasons that people agree to be in a small group?
4: Um. I think a small group is way less stressed than coming on a Sunday morning. When you're coming in on a Sunday morning, you have to meet a lot of people, and you have to, it's sometimes very stressful. And on a small group, you have less people to interact with, and it feels less overwhelming. And most of the time, I feel like you're given a personal invitation to come, which makes it a lot easier because you feel more at home.
1: Mm-hmm. so there's probably time to ask questions and all of those kinds of things in small groups?
4: Yeah, a lot more time to ask questions, a lot more time to get a feel for others and where they're at in their walk. And it makes you feel like you're able to ask questions that on a 10-15, you're not able to. And so you really get to make those connections and build those relationships.
1: Okay, Jamie, same question. Um, What are some of the reasons that people agree to be in small group?
5: So I think people agree to be in a small group because they want that community and to develop relationships with others in a much smaller setting, like Lindsay was saying. And I think they also want this to be an opportunity to grow further in their relationship with Christ outside of the Sunday morning gatherings.
1: Okay. Uh, Next question. This This is for Doss, Lindsay, and Nadine. Why, why have you stayed committed to serving, Doss? What, why do you go out there week in and week out and drive the golf cart?
0: I uh, like to go out there and greet people and I like the reaction of people that uh, like to have a ride to the front door and they said, but this is a really nice service that we're doing here and, and uh, talk with people and meet new people and it's really a, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it lots.
1: Okay. Um, Lindsay same question why why do you stayed why have you stayed committed to serving
4: so I get so much from serving Um, it's probably one of the more fulfilling things I do Um, I didn't realize when I started how much I would love it Um, on Wednesday night I get so much from the leaders and from the kids there and I leave here exhausted but in the best way possible Um, I'm constantly blown away by our kids and their love for God and their depth of knowledge. Um, I do a deep Bible study before I come in because I usually lead the whole group and then I go and sit with the third through fifth graders and I know they're gonna ask me questions after questions and questions I never thought about. And so I do it because I get so much more than I give in. Um, I'm just blown away by our leaders and our kids and how much it helps me grow.
1: Nadine, same question, why why have you stayed committed to serving?
4: I'd have to agree with
3: Lindsay that it is fulfillment. There's a certain degree of satisfaction knowing that you assisted individuals either when they needed assistance or when they gathered together. You made them help feel more welcomed. The individuals who serve on the team choose different areas to serve, but they all still work and contribute. and I want to support uh, individuals as they serve the body.
1: Uh, next question is for Jamie, Doss, and Jeremiah. Um, why have you stayed committed to being in small group? Like year in and year out, why why stay in small group?
5: Well, I lo- really love the people in my small group, for one thing. And I really... Um, oh. Sorry, I lost my place in my paper. Um, Is that
1: not your answer?
5: You put my answer twice. Oh,
1: I put the answer twice. I'm the worst.
5: <laughs> I can freestyle it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius. Freestyle it. It'll be very spirit led. How's that? <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> So um, I've stayed committed to being in the small group because I've been able to develop really strong relationships with others in the church, and I've been really encouraged by the people who are in my small group, and I feel like small groups have been one of the biggest factors in my spiritual growth.
1: How can you elaborate on that, how that happens?
5: How What happens?
1: (laughs) They have helped you grow spiritually.
5: Well, I'm getting multiple perspectives on one Um, biblical text because I'm one person and I see it only one or two ways but with having all these other people giving their own input with their own life experiences and just the different ways that they think I've been able to really think about scripture in ways that I would have never thought about it before and also just um learning from other people who are in different stages of life and who have different life experiences than I do, and to just learn more about what it means to be a Christian and to do that well.
1: Awesome. Doss, uh, for you, same question. Why, why have you stayed committed to being in small group?
0: Uh, uh learning more about uh god's word and to be a better person and uh and we uh uh meet more people together in the group there and that and uh and we pray about uh for people that are uh sick or having troubles or whatever and and to uh you know to help them to be able to come get better and and that
1: and then jeremiah same question why why do you why do you stay committed to small group no for one it's
2: relationship builders um we're able to learn from each other teach each other and be accountable to each other um the atmosphere is great um it's just a group of people meeting together with a common purpose and that is to become closer to jesus Um, being involved in a small group has grown me personally spiritually and uh and it gives me an additional resource that helps to remain focused on Jesus throughout the week.
1: Uh, next question. This is for Nadine and Doss. If someone asked you why they should serve, what would, you, what would you say? How would you respond to that question?
3: I think if you're an attendee, you will become a part of the church body quicker if you become involved more than just the once a week attendance at church. I would therefore encourage them to find a ministry to attend or to serve in. I think the food team itself, I'm gonna put a little plug in here, contributes to many of the activities of the church and is one that anyone can contribute to. I love that the food team has many different activities and feel we could match a person who's interested in serving um, into some event or some uh, contribution that would be helpful to the church.
1: So I know you sort of ran through the list at the beginning. what What are some of the What are some of the ways that the food team contributes to the body?
3: We have some regular activities. For instance, you've uh, Jamie mentioned that uh, Next Steps. We try to help the Next Steps team um, serve a meal when they meet. Um, we have. What was started last year was the Wednesdays at Westway, where we have um, the activities for the children, and uh, they're adding more adults this year. And we serve a meal each week on Wednesdays, um, and so that takes a, a crew when you've got over a hundred people that are eating each week. Um, there's always—I um, I first kind of helped on the funeral team. Um, when there was a funeral service where they needed um, assistance in serving um, family meals. Probably the first uh, way I was involved with the food team, and I didn't even know it was with the food team, um, was uh, on the soup kitchen. Um, My daughter particularly wanted to do a volunteer activity that all of us, uh, the three of us could work together. And so we did um, start working um, in the soup kitchen, been involved there for quite a few years, you know, kind of like John has said, say, a while ago, and it's probably been more than five years, well, because it, it was, we started before the, the um, pandemic, um, that's uh, an area where after I retired, I became a little bit more involved to try and help. I don't do, it's crazy, I don't do much cooking, but I'm on the food team lead, but I do the other things, the setting up and the cleaning and the buying the groceries and things like that. So, i
1: I think that's a really important thing to hear. There are a number of different roles in each of the teams. Sometimes we might hear food team and then we hear serving a meal for over 100 people and our brain kind of makes this connection of, oh, I have to make a meal for 100 people every week. Um, We actually have some people who, who do that. But so much of what our food team does is not just make a meal, but serve in the kitchen, put food on the plates, gather the meals together, wash dishes afterwards. It's not just one thing. And if you were to to talk to each of these people that serve in all of the different ways, each of our ministry teams has multiple ways to serve. Sometimes it can be really easy for us to get, to get our minds set on, oh, well, food team means this, or children's team means that, and there are a wide variety of ways to get involved and to serve. So this is one of the reasons why we wanted to do this today was to be able to communicate to our body that we, that we have needs, that, that ministry is taking place here at Westway Christian Church, and it requires not just someone to, someone to make the food, Although as crucial as that is, um, we have people who do that, and there are so many other ways to do that. And this is one of the great things as we've been as, as we read through the texts that we talked about today, or we just briefly read, there are a wide variety of gifts available. One of the things that I sometimes hear, especially when we talk about elders at Westway Christian Church, and we approach someone to be an elder. I've had someone and people say to me, oh, well, I don't know the Bible like Dave Robinson does. And, and here's what I say. We have, we have a Dave Robinson. We don't need another one. Okay, does that make sense? Like, we, that slot's filled. It's perfectly filled by the person who's perfectly designed for that slot. So when we talk about serving... The thing that I wanna encourage you on is, is to not get, not get really short-sighted and think, I can't make a meal for 100 people. Can you come and can you welcome kids that are going through the line and put food on their plates? Yes, we have that role. I cut you off. That's fine. Okay. Um, and then my next, same question for Doss. Doss, why, why, why would someone serve? Why should someone serve at Westway Christian Church?
0: Um, I think it's uh, good, to, you know, uh, I come to church, you know, every Sunday to learn more about God's word, but then is, uh, when you serve, uh, you can meet other people in the church, you can have conversations with people, and, and uh, it's just really wonderful to be able to help people out and uh, doing things, you know, and that, and being a part of the church, and I
1: really enjoy that. If someone asks you why you should go to small group, what would you say? That question is for Jamie and Lindsay. Why should someone go to small group?
5: So the Christian walk is not meant to be walked alone. And having other Christians in our lives to encourage, challenge, and keep us accountable. And also for us to do the same for them, it really plays a huge role in spiritual growth and development.
4: So I... I also agree. I think it's a great place to grow no matter where you are in your walk with God, building relationships with other Christians always helps you grow. It's also a more personal place to come as you are and to ask questions and to be in fellowship with other people.
1: This next question is for everyone. What do you wish the people at Westway Christian Church knew about your area of service? And we'll start with Lindsay.
4: Um, so the thing that I wish people would know is that I don't babysit Um, I think children's church there's a common misconception that we watch other people's kids um, for an hour and a half and we do crafts and play games and we do do crafts and we do do play we do play games Um, but I also get the unique opportunity to speak the gospel in a language that kids can understand Um, I think it's vital. I think we build foundations for what our kids know about God, and I think um, if you want a healthy church, you have to start with the kids, and so I, I think it's the most important and the most fulfilling, and our kids are ready for it, and they just love to learn about Jesus.
1: Nadine, how about for you? What's something that you wish people knew about?
3: Well, I actually couldn't think of anything because I think Most people realize that if you have an event and there's food, that always goes well together.
1: Jeremiah, how about for you? Um, That
2: it requires sacrifice of time. Um, As a musician, it takes hours of preparation to learn songs. Um, Some weeks are more difficult than others, but there's a plus side to that. Um, I'm able to serve in an area that I love, and I get the enjoyment and fulfillment at the same time. Helping lead worship is something that I'm passionate about and I pray that I'm able to do it to the fullest of my ability and in a manner that is honoring and pleasing to God. Uh, freely worshiping helps and soften our hearts and helps us enter
1: the throne room and being a part of something that is awesome. Jamie, how about for you? What do you wish people knew about your area of service?
5: Um, in regards to the coffee ministry, I wish that people knew that it's less so about the coffee itself and it's more so about welcoming people, checking in with them and also developing and growing deeper relationships with others and also you don't have to drink coffee in order to serve on coffee team. I don't drink coffee and it's been great
0: Das, about for you um, it's been good to uh, uh, meet a lot of people and make people feel welcome in the church and it's a great place to come to learn more about god's word and and uh, just to make it look like a friendly place
1: i think sometimes we can fall into this space of serving is just a box that i have to check and our desire is for people to serve in meaningful ways and to recognize that it does take time effort and energy um, in each one of their areas of serving, there are things that are required of each of the people. I know the coffee team is here by eight o'clock um, on Sunday mornings, I know the creative arts team is here by eight o'clock on Sunday mornings. And then the rest of the pe- teams just kind of stagger in throughout the rest of the day. Um, but it is something that's really important. And I'm really glad that you said that we don't babysit in children's ministry. I was, that, that was the answer I was hoping for. Um, because I think that's really important for people to know. If I'm a parent and I want to take my role and my responsibility seriously of of being the primary spiritual former of my children, the church is gonna come alongside you and work with you in that. And we parents, we want you to know that our job is to help you with that. So when you bring your your children here to Westway on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, it's not just childcare. We're coming alongside you in that role to help you make disciples of of your kids. Um, This question is also for everyone. Um, How has the church supported you in the way that you serve? This is question 10,
2: Jeremiah. I know, I'm just making sure it didn't flow over to the other page. I'm terrible with that. Uh, uh, words of affirmation the body at Westway is encouraging um, just the small gestures of people coming up to see you know nice job uh, can move mountains um, I love the body and the way that it interacts with each other and the interactions we have um, again
1: with each other it's just it's awesome. Okay. Nadine how has the church supported you in the way that you serve?
3: Um, I'd have to echo what Jeremiah said um, people are appreciative but I also think it's great that the way that the team is supported financially. The pastors have supported the team when the events came too fast to have an adequate time or people to be successful, and they have all pitched in, and that's been great. The team could not succeed if those attending Westway did not support those events uh, with cookies, salads, desserts, or other food. So it's, it's been very very positive experience.
1: I was actually meant to mention that as well on Wednesday nights. You have people that are on a list that you call them and ask them if they would bring cookies for that night. Correct. That's serving. If if you didn't know we did that, and you're like, oh, I can make it, I can make a couple dozen cookies on a Wednesday night. You should talk to Nadine after the ten fifteen today. She'll put you on a list, and when it comes time for making cookies, we'll like you're up, and we'll call you. And that's a great way to serve um, the body. How about you, Lindsay? What what? Um, how has the church supported you?
4: So I think our leaders um, here know exactly how important children's church is, which is important. Um, I know for me, I feel equipped and supported with what I need to teach and serve no matter where I'm at. Um, I feel like I'm in an environment that I can take risks and make changes when something's not working, Um, and I know that Zane and the rest of the church leadership um, supports me in that.
1: Jamie? Oh, Doss has it. I'll let you go first, Doss. Doss, how has the church supported you in the way that you serve?
0: Um, I've had a lot of good compliments from people. They say that uh, what I do is uh, a really nice service, you know, uh, picking people up and bringing them to the front door and, and uh, one Sunday, John even uh, m- brought me up in, uh, in his sermon about how th- that was, uh, when it was real icy this last winter that people really enjoyed that because they didn't have to walk through the ice and I got them up to the front door safely.
1: Awesome. Jamie, how about for you? How has the church supported you in the way that you lead?
5: Um, I think the church has been doing a really good job at providing those opportunities and making those opportunities known. And I know that all of the areas that I currently serve in, I've been specifically invited to serve by someone on that particular team. So... Um, I think just with people intentionally inviting others to serve has been um, a really great support as well.
1: Okay, two questions left, and these are both for for Lindsay and Nadine, so you're going to have to pass the mic back and forth. Um, how have you been supported by your ministry team leader? What does that look like?
4: Um, I think one of the best ways that I've been supported by them is them being available. Um, there's been multiple times... Um, or something has happened, or a night on Wednesday where I felt like I could have done something better. Um, And I was able to have a conversation right then and there and come up with a practical thing to do to fix that problem. Um, And I know last year, um, we had kids come to our third through fifth grade class that were dealing with some heavy issues, um, some difficult things. And then we also had that same week, kids that were ready to be baptized or wanting to be baptized. And I wasn't sure on either side what my next step should be, how best I should support the kids. Um, So me and another teacher went to John and Zane, and we had a conversation, and we talked about what we can do to help them feel supported, what I could do to feel more supported, and we prayed right then and there, and honestly, just them being available was astronomical for me.
1: Nadine, same question.
3: Well, as um, the food team ministry leader, um, I totally depend on the pastors for guidance and then also the team members for their great work. I've had the good fortune to be able to get planning assistance from Evelyn Kammer. She was the previous food team leader, someone who has much more experience than I do. And so it's been great having her available. And she's never turned me down when I've asked her if we could visit Um, Cheryl Peterson has really done a lot of the cooking um, that I think probably the normally you would think the leader do Um, but (laughs) she's really helped me out there and that's been a great assistance. Um, It's a wonderful characteristic of the team as I think there are also other members who have never said no when I called and asked them for assistance and that Um, really helps as a leader to know that there are people there that support you in each step that you take.
1: Last question. What do you, and you can keep the mic, Nadine, what what do you wish you had more of from the church?
3: Well, (laughs) there's always upgrades to the kitchen and equipment that could be mentioned and you could talk about. However, I think our greatest um, need is people. We have a few activities that are fairly labor intensive, so here I am plugging the team again. It would be great if there were some individuals who wanted to serve one Wednesday a month to help give a break to some of the eight people that we've been using every week. Um, And in my own defense, a lot of us are retired people. um, And sometimes the Uh, work does get just a little bit um, more strenuous um, in some aspects and so we really appreciate um, when the guys come and unfortunately we've probably taken advantage of them for doing the dishes but they've been great about that so we certainly could use some help in areas like that. Um, It was great last year when we received the food donations for the Wednesday at Westway program especially Um, The ground beef, because all of the meals, but one do take ground ground beef. I think it's truly a quality ministry that we do on Wednesdays at Westway because it serves not only Westway, but also reaches out into the community.
1: Yeah, and about that, about the food donation, we're going to be sending out an email. If you're on our email list, we're going to be sending out a Wednesday at Westway specific email this week, either tomorrow or Tuesday. And if that's something that you want to contribute to, we're going to have some ways um, for you to do that. Again, this is, this, is the, this is the broad way that every single one of us can contribute. Maybe, maybe you can't give up a Wednesday night, but can you supply something for Wednesday night? Um, maybe you can't serve in some ways, but we try to have lots of different, different spots um, that don't require being physically present in the building on, on given days, and we try to do that in lots of our teams. And it really does take all of us as a body to come together and accomplish the things that God has for us um, as a church. And then, Lindsay, same question for you. Um, what do you wish you had more from more of from the church?
4: So I'm also going to plug <laughs> my group. Um, we are in desperate need of more male involvement in children's church. Um, I think it's important for our kids to see and build relationship with more positive male role models and... I think our kids in our society and our communities need that. Um, Last year for Wednesday nights, um, it was all women and we did fantastic and we poured out into our kids, but we desperately need some more male positive role models for our little boys and girls to look up to, to answer questions, to get a different perspective. Um, It's amazing what we do on a Wednesday night and if you haven't come, to see what we do come this Wednesday for fall kickoff. Come sit in on a class. Um, we do some amazing things, and our kids will blow you away, and I just urge you to get involved.
1: Yeah, when we talked last year toward the end of the year specifically about male involvement on Wednesday nights in, in children's ministry in particular, one of the things that we said was we didn't necessarily need, need additional teachers. Um, we're looking for people specifically who can just come and be present in the room. And you know that if you've ever, if you've ever gone through a loss, if you've ever gone through a hard time, um, or you're going through a hard time, sometimes it's nice just to have someone be in the room with you. So one of the things that, that we've talked about and we're seeking is for, for males um, to simply come and, and be in the room and be present in the room and one of the things that we heard as, as we kind of did a test market on that um, for the last few weeks, um, our teachers gave us feedback that the behavior was dramatically different just because there was a male in the room. The male wasn't raising his voice or whipping kids around or anything <laughs> like that. Just being present made the difference. So if this is something that, that you would be interested in, um, again, come and talk to us uh, if you if there's something that you don't know how it works on a certain team. Chances are we we're already doing it, and if we're not doing it, we are looking for for new ways to, to act. I liked what you said, Lindsay. Also, like if I feel like I need to do something different, I have the freedom um, to be able to do that.
4: Absolutely.
1: So um, I'm just gonna one more thing, and then and then I'm gonna pray um, for us. Um, we know that serving at Westway Christian Church isn't the only way to serve. One of the things that we've tried to do over the past several years is when we've been when we've been made aware uh, that someone is serving, we've tried to communicate that to you. Uh, We did that uh, last week with the Horizon Music Festival that's coming up next Sunday. Um, There are people, lots of people here in our body that are involved in the Horizon Music Festival, but one of the other people who's, um, I I probably hear more from this person about what she's doing in our community than I do, I think, from any other person in our body, and that's Denise Manuel. Um, I'm just going to read, she gave me this, I'm going to read this, um, because we know that serving the church serving the community is more than just what happens here on a sunday morning or on a wednesday night so i just want to share with you just quickly an opportunity um, that someone in our body is serving in our community and a way just to make connection with her Uh, denise is making plans to walk in this year's missions walk Uh, she'll be joined by others at the wildcat hills nature center on saturday september 16th this year denise is walking for sears house which is a clubhouse for people who have mental illness Denise has been a member of Cirrus House for 32 years. Uh, her goal is to raise $5,000. Um, when she gave me this two weeks ago, she said she had raised a little over 2,000. Right now, she told me this morning, she's at 2,600. Um, and she'll be back in the foyer area after the 10:15. If you wanna to talk to her, ask some questions about her walk, if you'd like to make a donation, um, you'll be able to do that. So we encourage you to, to not just serve here. We want you to serve here. We also want you to serve the community. Because sometimes we might feel like we're only serving, we're only meeting the needs of people that are, that are within the building on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night. But we want you to serve in your community and give you space for that as well. Um, I'm gonna pray. Would you bow your heads with me? God, I'm thankful for each of the people who serve here at Westway Christian Church. Not just for those on stage, this morning, but, but for those who, who serve in ways that, that we're never going to know. Um, there are so many opportunities and so many ways that our body serves, and I'm thankful for each one of them. And I also ask God that if, if for those who are in the body who have yet to make that connection, whether it's through small group or whether it's through serving, I pray that they would know that, that this, is what, this is what Christians do is Christians serve, and Christians engage in relationship with other Christians, and we do these things so that we can grow in our relationship with one another, we can grow in our relationship with you, and we do these things that we will be spiritually transformed into the people that you are transforming us into. I pray for those who who are unsure of how they might get involved, that they would seek someone out today, that they would go and talk to a greeter and say, how can I serve? They would speak to someone in the coffee area, how can I serve? They would talk to Jeremiah about serving on Creative Arts. They would talk to Doss about how they can serve on a Sunday morning. That they would talk to Nadine about serving in the food area. God, we want to be a people who are obedient to you. And obedience looks like loving you and loving others. And the way that we demonstrate that is by serving you and serving others and it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Would you thank these folks for coming up on stage today?